You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and everyone else that I'm in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the Word of God more courageously and fearlessly. Well, here's the last point. It takes courage. But my courage today then needs to be renewed tomorrow. I need to persevere. You may have courage beyond what you thought possible today, and you may be ready to go out and fight for your Creator. Tomorrow, though, will that courage remain? In his message today, Pastor Danny will remind you that courage is something that needs to be renewed daily, and it needs to be sought after in Jesus, not in yourself. On your own, you can't muster enough bravery to follow this journey of faith day after day. Find your strength in the Lord and let Him fuel your spirit. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, with today's edition of The Living Word. Remember when the children of Israel first got on the brink of the promised land? Numbers, chapter 13, God instructs Moses, send out 12 spies, one representing every tribe of Israel, send them into the land of promise and let them bring back a report. Numbers chapter 13, beginning in verse 26, says they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. And there they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here's its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. Anak was a giant. The Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country, and the Canaanites lived near the sea and along the Jordan, and these were people that were fierce warriors. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They're stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report. And they said, The land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak, giants. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. And because 10 out of 12 spies had no backbone, no courage, and no faith, they caused a whole nation to wander in the wilderness for 40 stinking years. 1 Samuel 13 Israel has its first king, King Saul. He's an impressive guy. I mean, when when he's presented before the people, he's a head taller than any other guy in Israel. He's good looking. He's GQ. He'd make the front page of their Jerusalem post, and, and everybody's impressed with him. I mean, this is the king, man. And then the Philistines come against Israel. 
And their king is called to lead them against the enemy. Chapter 13 of 1 Samuel, verse 5, the Philistines assembled to fight Israel with 3,000 chariots, 6,000 charioteers, and soldiers as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They went up and camped at Michmash, east of beth And when the men of Israel saw that their situation was critical and that their army was hard-pressed, they hid in caves and thickets among the rocks and in pits and cisterns. Some Hebrews even crossed the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. They went AWOL. Saul remained at Gilgal, and all the troops with him were quaking with fear, which tells us that Saul also was quaking with fear. They're all hiding. Nobody will go out and face the enemy. No courage. No faith. But among them, there are two young men that they're not aware of their courage and their faith, One is Saul's own son, Jonathan. Jonathan would, in days to come, become like a blood brother to David. And I think one of the reasons David and Jonathan became so close is they both were men of courage and men of faith. Chapter 14, Jonathan says to his armor bearer, verse 6, Come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised fellows. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Jonathan says to his armor bearer, hey, let's go over to one of the Philistine outposts because we don't need a whole army. I mean, if God is with us, (laughs) the two of us can take on all those guys. His armor bearer says, I'm with you. Let's go. They get there, and if you'll allow me to summarize the story, Jonathan feels led of the Lord to say to his armor bearer, here's what I think the Lord will give us as a sign. If we show ourselves to these Philistines and they say, you wait there until we come down, we'll teach you a lesson, that'll be a sign we're not to engage them in battle right now. But if we show ourselves to them and they say, you come up here and we'll teach you a lesson, that'll be the sign. Now, if it were me, I'd have done just the opposite. I'd have wanted to, you wait till we come down to you, and then we'd just wait for them. But no, Jonathan feels led of the Lord. This is what the Lord's sign is. If they say, you wait, you come up here and we'll teach you a lesson. So they show themselves to these Philistines, and the Philistines say, you come up here and we'll teach you boys a lesson. And you can see Jonathan looking in his armor bearer. His armor bearer looks at him, and they begin the climb. And here's what the Bible says. They got to the top. In that first attack, verse 14, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men in an area of about half an acre. But that's not the best part of the story. Here's the next verse. Then panic struck the whole Philistine army. Those in the camp, in the field, those in the outpost, in the raiding parties, everywhere. And the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God because two young men had the kind of courage to go and stand before the enemy and say, listen, if God is for us, who can be against us? Let's go face them. And God sent a panic. He shook the ground. The Philistine army, they're actually in confusion and turning on one another. 
It goes on to tell us that Saul and the men looked down, and even those that had gone on the other side of the Jordan, a wall, they began to hear the tumult and the panic and the ground shaking, and they went. And when everybody saw now that the Philistine army is on the run. That's what it says. On the run. Can't wait to see that DVD in heaven. They're on the run. And two young guys, Jonathan and his armor bearer, they're the only two guys chasing them. (laughs) And when the other Israelites see this, they, I'll read it for you, when all the Israelites who had hidden in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were on the run, they joined the battle in hot pursuit. So the Lord rescued Israel. That day. What a great story. I'm not done. Philippians chapter 1. I don't know of a warrior for God any greater than Jonathan or David, Jonathan's armor bearer, men like them, and certainly one of the New Testament warriors was the Apostle Paul. You look at all he suffered. You look at his courage. I mean, they just couldn't, they couldn't beat this guy up enough to stop him and to shut him up. And here's what he writes in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12. I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and everyone else that I'm in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. Well, here's the last point. It takes courage. But my courage today then needs to be renewed tomorrow. I need to persevere. I'm going to read you very quickly. The last part, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. So don't throw away your confidence. It'll be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you'll receive what he has promised. For in just a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, that's cowardice. I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Another way again of saying it is if you are the real deal and you're hiding in a cave, you're hiding in a thicket, you've gone AWOL wherever, and you're not right now standing for truth. You're not really standing publicly for Jesus Christ when you have an opportunity. If you are the real deal, come back out of hiding. Make a fresh commitment to stand for Jesus Christ. Hebrews contains a unique passage that's often referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives you a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. These icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. Their journeys weren't free from trials and tribulations either, but they came back to their faithful Heavenly Father time and time again, trusting that He would fulfill His promises. God used these ordinary men and women to accomplish great things in their time, 
and to set in motion kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. We're so glad that you joined us today to study the book of Hebrews with Pastor Danny Hodges here on The Living Word. If you missed any part of today's teaching or would like to explore more of Pastor Danny's teachings through the books of the Bible, visit ccfstpete.church and click on Sermons. You'll be directed to our YouTube page, and we'd love for you to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified by email every time we post a new message. If you have any questions for us about what you heard today, or if you'd like us to pray for you, please email us. Our address is info at ccfstpete.church. Again, that's info at ccfstpete.church. We count it as a privilege to lift our valued listeners up to the Lord in prayer. That's all we have time for today in our study of Hebrews. Join Pastor Danny next time to continue digging deeper into Scripture right here on The Living Word.